So, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Chinwag Podcast. And today we're we're a little we're light one person, so we've decided we're going to have a bit of a relaxing evening and break out just some classic DVDs from our childhood. So we're going to talk like a bit about the movie and like, but also the kind of relationship we have with it from having like a DVD that everyone does and you burn it like 50 million times when you're a kid. So sharing the playlist with me today is Sam. You want to say yo? Hello everyone. It's uh, it's nice to be back. It's good to be back and talking about just the best things ever, man. Like you can't really beat uh, a film that you can watch a thousand times and see. But then again, I'm, you know what? It's kind of it's kind of interesting because it'd have been nice to have Rogan on this one just because he has kids. So like, I mean, we've been the kids yeah. who have watched the film a thousand times. But I wonder what it's like for the parents who have to watch the same kids' film. Oh yeah, over he's got two different again. playlists essentially. You know, what I mean, like he actually he actually has to live with that, and that's all good if the if you like the film. But could you imagine your kid liking a film that's just awful? Mm. Like imagine imagine your kid being into Probably. Frozen two, and just having to watch Frozen two. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm kind of glad Leah's not part of this this one either. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have probably just got daggers there, but. But yeah, um, no, I've thankfully I, I haven't seen Frozen two yet. I although tell haven't. a lie, I did enjoy the first one. Love the first one, but don't see the need for a second one. It wrapped itself too nicely. Like mm. that was just a cash in. Yeah. It's like, yeah, trust me. Yeah, yeah. No, talking about all them, so. all them wonderful films that you can watch as well. It'll be interesting. I'm curious to know if if you don't feel that way about the film now you know like from watching it as a kid or if it's held up in your heart yeah. as 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 the go-to film yeah some of them uh it's, yeah it is funny it is funny how that can happen because i kind of have like i th- i th- i can't remember what episode it was but you remember I, like when i was talking about close encounters yeah how it's like i enjoy the films that scared me before like because that's like a like now that I'm older, I can get it, and I'm like, oh, this is actually yeah. really fucking cool. Yeah. But yeah. I remember being terrified. You can see past the. And it's, it, I feel like, yeah, like it, it kind of builds a relationship with a movie, and I think it it is it is hard sometimes with childhood stuff because I'm not gonna lie, I watched an episode of the old Muppet Show for the first time the other day. Okay. And. Those like you're watching the songs, and you're like I like I just skip as soon as the first song came on. Like I fast forward. Like funnily enough, this was the best of the Muppets DVD that okay. I do own. <laughs> and as soon as the song came on, I like fast forward it right past it because I was watching the Star Wars special. All right, all right. <laughs> and I was just like, I just want to get to when the Wait, pigs the Muppets in space. Did the Star Wars had... Yeah, yeah. Is it? Bro, yeah, when Star that. Wars came out, that was everywhere. Remember? Like, yep, you know, Star Wars is like it, it's in every fucking. It was the crossover special. <laughs> yeah, but the Muppets. Uh, hey, man, the the Muppets used to book some big guests. Like, do you know how? Like, so many bands have been on the Muppets. Like, um, uh, what's a great example? 
Well, you know, annoyingly, my my mind is just going to the ones that I like. So there's Buddy Ritchie, who's one of like. He, I, I mean, I don't know how well you know, like the f- like famous drummers from history, but he was like one of the best drummers. And him and Animal do a drumming competition one episode. Okay. Uh, what else is a good one? Yeah, like Kermit's done like interviews with like famous celebrities and shit. It's. It, it's ri- it's I've seen surprising I've how seen many people went to them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How many people are up for the Muppets? Mm. Yeah. I'm always down to clown oh, yeah, with well. my man Kermit. <laughs> Actually, for, yeah, that wasn't even one that I was going to talk about. That that's a good. That was a good little tangent to lead us in. You know, you know what though? Yeah. Little little confession. I used to be shook of uh, Miss Piggy. Well, I'm a fan of her, you know. She used to scare really? me as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the voice. Uh, I think it was the voice was a bit too shrill for me. Um, yeah. And the big no, nose I, and I get that. that. And to be honest, she is, like, she is super aggressive. Like, yeah. like even even when you're a kid, you pick up on that when, like, she's just essentially, like, bullying everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kermit shook of her. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, honestly, I, I feel like there's... Um, there's a there's a domestic abuse case there um, for, for Kermit. Uh, uh, well, they bro- they officially broke up in like uh, 2018 or some shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. In like uh, the Mupp- in in the Muppets uh, television universe, they're no longer together. That's tragic. <laughs> but I feel like Kermit. You know, he's a he's a good looking lad. He should be out there. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. with a, an abusive. Hey, Kermit's Kerm, yeah. um, no slouch. Not with an abusive wife. Um, but yeah, well, I guess yeah, I guess we go from here. Um, so, do you want to do you want to talk about your actual example? All right. Well, because conveniently, that like the first one I wanted to talk about is actually like it's a similar like type of DVD, if you know what I mean, because it's. Okay. Basically, that the my, this this like one of my favorite DVDs from when I was younger was a DVD from the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon, and it's because of this DVD that Daredevil has always been one of my favorite superheroes because it was like there was a series of episodes where Daredevil was in the show, and it was just those ones. And of course, you watch it, and Daredevil just kicks so much ass because he's the guest superhero. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he's just he's just decking people. Like you see that, like him and Spider Man have like a fight as like this factory is burning, like he's fucking him up and shit, like throwing him across. It's crazy, like it's crazy, man. Like I like I love that, um, like that era of the Marvel cartoons in general because, like, I mean, well, like a lot of people, I grew up with those cartoons. Like actually, like following, yeah. like a lot of superheroes are like favorites of mine. Essentially, from those, like War Machine, which is one that I always, I always get hate for loving War Machine, because in the in the TV show, you're just like, it's Iron Man, but with like guns and rockets and shit, and that just equals cool when you're yeah. a fucking kid. And so I love him as a character because, yeah, b- because of these like these cartoons and owning these kind of dvds and god i've yeah i've i don't even know how many times i watched that 
one DVD because we had like actually we had two like Spider-Man ones, but the Green Goblin one was officially my older brother's, and the Daredevil one was officially mine. So like you you know how you kind of have that shit when you're younger. Hmm. Whereas like when you pl- like like when you play Mortal Kombat, you have like a reserved character. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know that shit. Hundred percent. But like mugs and stuff. So is Daredevil Daredevil's the blind one, right? Yeah, yeah. Is he blind? Yeah. I've never really I've not really got into Daredevil when for throughout really? my Yeah, yeah. I watched um I watched some of the animated Spider Man. Um I watched a lot of the animated X Men. Um yeah. but Daredevil's just one that's always kind of of eluded me. Um yeah. Did you not uh, even? Did you not go in for series, the Netflix? Right? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not. Um, honestly, I'd fell out of love with superhero things for a couple of years because I was getting there was too much oh. of it, and I was like, right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I took a bit of a, a break in it, and then coming back to it, love it again. But there was like a point where I just couldn't handle superhero movies for a couple of years. You know, like I, mm. uh, between the first Avengers. Ending. I watched that. That was sick. And then, um, I only really gave like the X Men films the time of the day after that. And then it wasn't until Captain Marvel came out that I borrowed Rogan's uh, MCU box set. Oh yeah. And then I watched through it all and caught up before Endgame. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I remember. I remember when you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't. He's one that's all that I've heard nothing but good things about the Daredevil TV series. Like everyone always shouts yeah. that one out. Like, yeah, I would definitely recommend it because actually, like, fun, funnily enough, um, I was actually rewatch like, but the the reason I was thinking of this DVD, like, uh, uh, I guess like was it two days ago? Uh, I, I, anyways, I was I've been rewatching uh, Jessica Jones. Because the first season of that show is like my favorite of all of the Netflix and Marvel stuff. Yeah. Like I put that number one. And then Daredevil, Daredevil 2, Luke Cage, probably. No, actually, you know what? I'd probably put the second season of Luke Cage, then the first season of Luke Cage. And that that would be like my five, but again, like it's it's I don't know, Dad. Yeah, it's like it just kind of. It, I've always kind of grown up with these characters because I've had like the DVDs and shit. Like I've always known about the films, mm-hmm. and you've always been into comics and stuff, haven't you? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, like that was like that was my shit when I was a kid. Like I used to love that. Like, I, like I remember um, in like secondary school, um, I would just like I would just go and buy like Marvel used to do these collections called the Essentials, and yeah. essentially it was just like volumes of reprints from when a character was introduced, and it's you just get like the first like thirty or something. And then volume two is the like the next thirty, and I've like I I think I've got like I have one to three of Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Hulk, 
uh, and then I have one and two for Power Man and Iron Fist. Like a Power Man was Luke Cage. Um, that's like his official superhero name, but everyone just calls him Luke. Like even in the comics. Um, and then I've got one and two for Man Thing. He's like, yeah. like he's one of those rogue heroes that nobody really knows, but again, is one of my favorites from having this shit as a kid. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like I um, when as the internet developed and you started to get like wiki sites and stuff like this, I've spent like I really enjoy reading about mm. characters and stuff like this. But like I like to have it. I'm not gonna lie. I like to have it summarized because there's so much works out there about. Things like my brother's very into Spider-Man and stuff, and he will say to me like, "Yeah, it's like when this happened and this happened, kind of thing." Because I think he grew up. He, him, and my other cousins watched a lot of the animated stuff and took it in. But I was at an age where I was just watching for the cool explosions, you know. I wasn't really taking in the storyline yeah, yeah. and stuff to the point where I think it was the first Spider-Man, the PlayStation One game, was crazy in depth. Like with all the different suits and all the different enemies you fought, and my brother was like, "Yeah, this is yeah. this is the one from this episode and this episode," and I never really understood it. Like, you know, what I mean, like it wasn't anything to me. It was just something cool to to look at, kind of thing. Yeah, but, um, I feel like I did miss out a lot on by not watching this and that, but there is so much of it. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like. You, you have like you kind of I guess it's like you haven't missed out you've just you've you've got it still to come yeah yeah you know and what I mean and that's the thing I've, I've like especially and... with all this stuff on Disney and Netflix now oh 100% I think as well with like especially with Spider-Man like how they're doing like the Spider-Verse and stuff you're getting lots yeah. of the different Spider-Mans throughout time kind of put together sort mm. of thing and you're gonna find out a lot more like I didn't realize like Miles Morales was such a loved Spider-Man and stuff like this. I never didn't even know who Miles Morales was until I played the game. And then oh, right. I was like, because on the, the Amazing Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4, um, you, like, Miles is a character, and you go through his story of him joining, and then obviously the second game, the one that's just yeah. come out for the PlayStation 5, is all, he's the protagonist, yeah. Um, yeah. And like I remember talking to my flatmate about it, who's massive. Spider Man's his favorite hero, like favorite hero. Like I remember we were having a debate, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, Wolverine would kick Spider Man's ass," and he's like, Are "You mad? Spider Man will just punch him into another like universe." And I'm like, "Fuck off!" And he's like, "Nah, Spider Man is so strong." He was like, "Spider Man does this. It, he this, he this. is like." He was like, "Yeah, you need to read the comics because Spider Man is like they make Spider Man. They he's like they really." downplay spider-man's yeah. abilities in the films and stuff whereas in the comics he could basically eat anyone <laughs> yeah like they did like in um there's this story arc called a uh, superior spider-man which is it's like famous in spider-man history where um dr octopus takes over peter parker's body and he he gets in a fight as because he he still he's he chooses to stay as spider-man and he gets in a fight with the scorpion and he does a he lands a punch on him and just like breaks his entire like jaw complete like essentially nearly decks him in one punch and like nearly hospitalizes him 
and he like he kind of has a realization where he's like, oh shit, like Spider Man held back every single like, and you could like yeah. they do this thing where it's like, yeah, Spider Man held back every single fight he was in because he doesn't because because he's because yeah. he doesn't want to actually hurt people, which is like yeah. his whole like it's because he's because Spider Man's that guy. He's like, I don't actually want to be like fucking yeah, yeah. hospitalizing dudes like Batman. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy, though. But Daredevil would kick his ass. (laughs) Would he? He did it in the cartoon. That's what I'll say. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, so what, have you still... You've still got this? You've still got this VCR? Uh, Yeah, I still still have the disc. Well, actually, it's at my mum's, but I do still have it. Nice. In the the collection. What's uh what's the first one you wanted to bring to? Well, when I think about it, I think probably the earliest one I can remember, <clears throat> and purely because this was like, um, weirdly enough, I, at, at work earlier speaking to my manager, he reminded me that some corner shops used to just have DVDs you could rent, and I completely forgot that was a thing. You know, like um, you'd get like random. Like, there's a corner shop in my village back home that used to sell DVDs, or you could rent them for a couple of days or whatnot. It was crazy. Uh, now I think about it. I don't even like, remember that. One thing I forgot, and I guess because every, when you've got all your information online and stuff, you, no one really goes anymore, but like your local library. So I remember one, mm. I was begging my mum to let me sign up for a library card because I was avid into reading as a kid. Um, yeah. And then. I remember walking in the library and they had a DVD section and I was like, what? Like, oh my God. And I got... I had um, the same thing when I found the comic section. (laughs) That's crazy. You know what, actually? I feel like we had a comic section as well, but I just never looked in it. Like, to be fair, libraries are something that I hope doesn't buy out. And I mean like Mm. your public library, not like, obviously you've got your big ones in like London and New York and stuff like that. But I want like... Yeah. This, this library was literally a mobile building. It wasn't big. It was like... Oh, I them ones. Yeah, yeah. It was. It ended up becoming a youth club in like a couple of years later that I went to and then ended up getting knocked down because it was health and safety hazard because it was dangerous as fuck. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it, either way, I went um, and I got... Um, I rented Monsters, Inc. Like the... Yeah, the, the first one. And I just remember for a week straight... I just got into a habit and I'd have like a, a cup of tea and then bread and butter, like five slices of bread and butter and just I'd sit and watch Monsters Inc. every day for a week. And I was just obsessed with it. Uh, I think mostly, you know what? I should have said this in the opening scenes thing. The Monsters Inc. opening scene, like with the doors and oh, the, that's the cartoon. Oh, that's a banger! It's yeah. incredible. Now, I've only just remembered it, but I remember uh, cause that's God. when I'd be tucking into my first slice of bread and butter and I'd be like seeing all the snakes going around and that. And I just watched the yeah. shit out of it. And I could just, you know what I mean? It'd finish and it'd just get restarted again. And, you know, like my mum yeah. just left me to it. <laughs> just left me to it in the living room watching, just watching Monsters Inc. over and over again. And I, you know what? I think part of it was because I used to, um, I used to find Randall really creepy. Yeah, because he's a lizard and that, mm. and like, even though they're all monsters, you 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 kind of know Sully. Yeah, a good he's guy. like, yeah. Uh, There's like good, I mean? good and bad monsters. 
Yeah, trust me. Like when there, when everything's meant to be scary, you've then got to find which ones are the bad, scary sort of thing. Mm. And even you know when they've got Boo strapped to that chair and like they're trying to like uh, yeah. like basically vacuum us. Suck, face suck the scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this I think I loved it so much because I was scared for the majority of the film. But obviously, knowing how it ends, and you know, by the end, Randall looks ridiculous, and you know, Sully wins, and <laughs> the the big crab guy gets exposed, and <laughs> all of that. Like, I think that was what I used to love because it would terrify me no matter how many times I watched it for the first hour. But I knew you had to watch the end, you know, to to get that to get that yeah. happiness, and also the. The abominable snowman is um, is, is too cool. It's too cool. Yeah. In that, uh, film. I always wanted a snow cone. Um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that that was like the first film I remember. Like, just I could just watch it again and again. And you know what? It's held up. Uh, Monsters Inc. is definitely, definitely in my top three. I would say out of the Pixar movies this day inside out is number one mm. now but um monsters in could have to be somewhere in there i wouldn't know i couldn't I order th- the rest but i think the only two i know is wait incredibles is Pixar, yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah yeah those two are definitely in the top three okay yeah in- incredibles is so good yeah 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 no, i love that film it's uh, like I, like I do, I do like I, I have something to say about Monsters Inc. But I'll just quick, I'll just quickly shout love to Incredibles, where like when you when you're a fan f- already as a kid of superheroes yeah. and Bond movies, The Incredibles is the greatest film that anyone could have given you. <laughs> That's the thing, actually, yeah. Because from as someone who's only seen two Bond movies, like. I can imagine with the cars and the the especially when he's like yeah, so very... much of it is there's so many homages to but like even the music is like like I mean if is, when we yeah, did the yeah. composers episode I was talking about John Barry like the soundtrack is it's exactly like a John Barry Bond soundtrack yeah you know, now I'm thinking about it, it is hmm. Yeah, and it it holds up the same way that like Monsters Inc. does. Because I even remember in secondary school, I think I was fourteen. No, mate, no, fifteen actually. Uh, I went to stay at my friend George's house in the Isle of Wight for the first time, and because I was the guest, like his parents and family were like, "Oh yeah, you get to pick the film." And my friend George was like, he was he was like doing the classic trying to sell me on watching The Gangs of New York by Martin Scorsese, and he was just like, oh yeah, you know this would be great, this would be great. And I was just I'd like I went through and was just like, you know, I don't really know that. And then like I just and then Monster Zinc was there, and I was just like, yeah, this is a banger. <laughs> like a, like yeah. we just watched that, and like he it was the yeah, classic yeah. like he was he was in a huff for like the first fifteen minutes, and then of course because it's a banging film. Within within twenty, he was it. loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. And to, uh, to be fair, I've not seen Gangs of New York, but for light viewing, I mean, I feel like Monsters Inc. is nicer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've not. I still haven't seen the Gangs of New York. I never regretted it. No, Scorsese is um, he's an interesting one. 
Yeah, I, I'm one of those guys that has like a, I like have a love hate with like because it's essentially like every Scorsese film I've watched, I've either loved it or hated it, and like and it's and and annoyingly I've it's literally almost fifty fifty, so it's like whenever he does something like, I, I like I have no draw to it because I'm like this yeah. is, you're essentially handing something that to me because of, my, like. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just because this is the experience I have with Scorsese films. Like, it, uh, there's, no, there's no oomph for me there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have I'd you seen The Irishman Zinc yeah. Every time. No. I haven't. I don't I, I don't know if I can give it the I don't time. In, I don't really <laughs> intend to, because it's like, it's one of those, I think it's like, if you're a big Scorsese fan, I think you're meant to love it. But if you're the casual viewer... It's. I, I hear it's not meant to be very good. Okay. How about that in mind? Yeah. Are no, you thinking um, of watching it soon? No. Um. Obviously. Uh. Off air, we were talking as as the group as the Chimwaggers group about um our next episode putting plan in and uh, I believe uh, someone is going to choose a Scorsese film. Um. And oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to reveal it just because. Um, no, you know. no, no. I, I don't. I don't even want you to reveal it to me. Yeah. Like because because yeah. I, I don't think I don't remember seeing it. And I'm trying to remember. Weirdly like, enough, or think or when, which one when it they might were be. telling me about it, I didn't realize it was a Scorsese film. I thought it was a kids film, and I was like, "What?" But Scorsese doesn't work with kids. That's kind of what Scorsese does, and. No, apparently this is an exception. So um, there is Soon that. Come. Um, so if if they decide to choose that film, um, we'll we'll get into it then. But it it is it does look interesting. Um, but yeah, you'll find out on the next episode, I guess, with that one. Well, there's a All lot right. of surprises. To be fair, um, <laughs> there is. Uh, good ones. Good ones. Good ones at that. Rogan's losing his northern accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, moving on, moving on. Um I believe yeah. I believe you have a another example for us. Yeah, well, well this was um so well, this is another one of those films where actually it's it it doesn't live up as well as like I mean, I I, I guess it obviously I have a very biased opinion, but I prefer Spider Man to this. Yeah, okay. Uh, but this is um, it's this film Dragonheart, which I, from a lot of people I speak to, a lot of people our generation did grow up with this film. Where it's, it's did you ever see the one where it's like Sean Connery's the dragon? Um, I can't remember his is actual name, but the the. No, no, it's it's live action. Um, okay. The guy who plays Lupin is like a mad king. Oh, David who, Lewis. Who, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the the name of the actor who plays the main dude. Huh. But um, you know, it is it is it is great though. But basically, this was one of those ones where it was like every time, like like because because like I think it it. I've I watched it again on TV like last year I think no not last year. 2019 I forgot it's 2021 
yeah it's, but, uh... yeah i watched yeah i watched it was on tv rather actually and um it was it yeah and like my dad came in and he was just like oh what looks like like he was just like i've seen this on, this on tv a million fucking times <laughs> like he like had that thing where it's just like this is one of those films where yeah he knows the plot end to end because me and my older brother loved it so much and he like he likes it too though because it's sean connery as a dragon yeah so like it, it still holds up even though it's like a children's um it's a film for children yeah. i guess so is monster monsters inc for that matter um, but it it holds up and it still it still is enjoyable. Well, I guess this refers back. To, that kind of refers to like how remember when we was talking about on I can't remember what episode it was about the the type actor kind of thing and how people would enjoy a film just because it has yeah. an actor and Sean Connery was definitely one of the greats. Yeah, know? I th- I think yeah he was even the one we spoke about on the episode if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, 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 I believe we did. I believe we did, because yeah. Sean Connery is the one that died recently, right? Yeah, right. yeah, it was. I think we did the episode as a homage to... Yeah. Um, but that that's the thing, like, as a parent, they could enjoy that, even if it is just a kid's film. It's got mm. a familiar face, and I imagine David Lewis, this was early in his career, maybe. I don't really know his yeah, filmography it's, too it's well. it's the young... It's the youngest I have, it's the youngest I can place him like it, in like things I've seen him in or like things I remember for that matter. Have you got it's a year 90, for it? 1996. 96. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mad. So and f- Prisoner of Azkaban was about 2003, right? 2004. What? I want to say something like that. 2003 or 2004. I th- I think yeah I think you're right. I don't I I don't really I I can't remember the um Harry Potter release order. I mean dates rather. Yeah, that's a young that's a young one though. That's a young David. Mm. Yeah, like it, it's he does. He, even though he's still he's one of those guys because he has such a distinct look. He does look you know the same. But yeah. What, I mean, the audio listeners can't hear me doing air quotes when I say yeah. the same, but um, yeah, but it's like you can see that he's so like he's so much younger than well, yeah, literally like I've, than I've ever seen him. A bit like when um, you remember I you remember I sent you that message when I was watching Smiley's people, and I was just like, bro, I just saw Alan Rickman in like a one line part. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so yeah, weird. Like, it, it genuinely was, dude. Like, like mm. it was just, he was there, and I was just like, what? yeah, because, like, obviously I recognized him immediately. I was just like, that's Alan Rickman. Yeah. And then, the, like, when they, like, the conversation, him, it was him and Alec Guinness as George Smiley, and the conversation they were having, like, Alec Guinness is literally just giving him his bag. So, like, that that's all that's happening, and that's Alan Rickman's whole character. And it's just <laughs> so, like, it was such a kind of, like, I don't know, like, just just one of those weird moments when you're like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess he he kind of had to do that to become yeah. the Alan Rickman we know. Yeah, like, the one we know and love. Yeah, God, that was that was so enough, psychedelic. I need to um, 
I need to fact check this because uh, the source wasn't extremely credible that told me. But someone told me that Keanu Reeves's first appearance on the screen was as like a like a junkie in a two-pack film. I don't know if it's Poetic Justice or if it's another two-pack film. But apparently Keanu Reeves has about five seconds of screen time where he's just some hobo-looking oh, guy. I that could be true because I I don't yeah. know his first appearance because I know, Just... I do, like I I only know a bit about like I I know he he did start acting quite like you know well comparatively early I guess yeah but yeah I I don't know it's a bit like um. You know who's a funny one? Uh, like I, I, I rewatched this um, maybe a couple of months ago. Was um, Andrew Garfield in Do- in Doctor Who? Like, did you ever see? It's one of David Tennant's episodes when the okay, Daleks are in New York. I, I think it's. Co- I think the episode is called Daleks Take Manhattan, and Andrew Garfield is like one of the. He he's like one of the companions for the episode i guess really and yeah yeah That'd have and been, they live in Andrew like Garfield he lives in central park Spider-Man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah 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 no it's like, I'll have like to Google it. it's weird re-watching it yeah yeah because he, he does such a weird voice in it because it's like it's one of those ones where it's like he's like he's either trying something new at the time or it's just like they told him you have to do this, and he was like, uh, "All right." Yeah, it's just running with it. Like a bit, a bit, yeah, a bit like uh, was Robert Downey Jr.'s quote-unquote Welsh accent in Doolittle, but not as bad as that though. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've, oh, I don't know. Oh, if I can give it no, time. Me... Oh no, gods! I'm not. I'm not going to see it. But it's the it's the trailer that's like, you, you just wonder what he thought he was doing. Or what the people that told him to do it thought they were doing. This the thing that I've seen a podcast with him. I think it might have even been the Joe Rogan one, where he's uh, where he's talking about it, and he was he threw a lot of his own money and time at that, you know. Like he was really, really up for the. He really enjoyed it. Like he loved it. He was really thinking for that film because considering how bad it tanked, like he really enjoyed it. Well, I guess you know you, if you enjoy it, why not? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I guess after after being Iron Man, he was probably just like, "This is so." It's just it was like such a departure that he was probably just yeah. living the dream. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's the thing. He's he's an interesting. I mean, he's going blind. He's um he's quite. Uh, is he? he is. Yeah, he's losing his eyesight. Um, I'd really recommend oh, watching man. that podcast. Um, it's really. I, I can't do Joe Rogan. Like, oh, can you not? I. No man, like I, 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 like it's not. It's one of those ones where it's like I gen, I genuinely haven't even listened to the show yet, because I don't, I just don't like him as a person. Like it's one of those ones. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the worst thing is though, because he's obviously got the biggest podcast. He gets the best people, you know, coming in. Like his his Kanye podcast is incredible. Is yeah no I've he- I've heard like yeah. great things about it you know what I mean yeah yeah but I mean he's got the 
he's got that appeal for people, you know, he gets the race in. From from a an aspiring podcast, uh we're not we don't hate <laughs> on the podcast. We uh we're the, all, no, all no, views, we, we all swing views big and swing wild. Are, um, <laughs> Are those of the individual, not of uh, Chinwagger's uh, <laughs> co. HQ. In it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I need to watch that. Still, even... the, the name is very familiar, that um, Dragonheart. It's, it's ringing so many bells in my head, but like nothing is yeah. springing to mind. So maybe I need to look at the film poster or watch a bit of yeah, it and I, see if anything drops. I wonder if you... I wonder if it might be it might be one of those ones that may, like maybe you only saw it once like yeah. you know god forbid you enjoy a film one time <laughs> yeah but, yeah, um, yeah cuz like I well I know a lot of people uh, like a lot of people we went to university with have seen it cuz like that was it was only when I started like 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 it's not that it's a film you really bring up much, but it's like every so often if it got mentioned, you were just like, oh yeah, you know, I watched that ages when I was a kid, and like quite a lot of people, yeah. like our our age, our generation, did yeah. at least have some kind of experience with it. Hmm. It it would actually you know, it would be interesting even just to get like a fresh set of eyes on it, like unobjectively. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, see it from. Why well, imagine your parents saw it? <laughs> yeah. So. <coughs> so what? Um, what was the other one you wanted to talk about? I see now. Well, a moment and R in because I, I had two to choose from. Both were. No, you know, I'm going to sit with this one. Mostly just because I never thought I would really like this film that much. Um, as a kid, my dad explained it to me at first, like a little bit of like background info. My dad's very into Jamaican culture. Um, always has been. He loves the country. He's He loves reggae music. You know, he's really... He's, he he just loves Jamaica. It's like his, his favourite place. Did, did um, he used to be in a ska band? No, but he loves ska music. He just loves ska music. Um, but he... Um, and then, yeah, I remember going to... And then one time he was saying, you need to watch this film. It's um, it's about Jamaicans bobslaying. Like, we need to... And obviously, as a kid, you don't know what bobslaying is. Like, don't, you know? He was like, just watch it. Just put it on. It's ridiculous. And, you know... And for anyone who doesn't know already, it's Cool Runnings. I mean, I believe it's the only Jamaican bobsleigh uh, film. I don't know if I think it's quite <laughs> a niche, uh, a niche uh, topic. Yeah. But yeah, it's about um, an American John Candy, rest in peace, incredible actor, um, who is out living in Jamaica, and he believes he can make the first Jamaican bobsleigh team. For those of you who don't know, bobsleighing is a it's a winter sport that. It's it's in the Winter Olympics. It's it basically involves sharp turns. It's like a it's a speed trial, um, in which you're in a four man sort of sledge, um, and yeah, you just got to go through a course at a set time. But obviously, being in Jamaica, where I don't know if they've ever seen snow, um, it is a yeah, ridiculous. He, concept. he has a. 
Huh? Yeah, I swear he's, like they have that line when he shows up. Isn't he like, nobody told me there was going to be snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, you've got Sanko, like... This the, I think Sanko was what makes it. He's like the, the dumb one out of the four, you know. He's just the wacky one. Like, he's oh, just wow. ridiculous. Like, when they're trying to raise the funds for um to go to Canada, they are like... He's just out on the street singing, you know, about, about the first Jamaican <laughs> bobsleigh team and, like... Like he's making no money, and then some guy like comes up to him. He's like, "Yo, I'll give you a dollar to shut up," and just like throws <laughs> it in his coin and that. And it, it's just this great story of um, I don't know, just kind of beating the odds. I think as well, it kind of opened my eyes to racism at a young age without me even realizing it. Because when they go to the Olympics, obviously every country is laughing at them. Like, what? Come oh, on! I... Like every other country. Mm. Well, this is the thing, and this is what I never really realised. Most countries that have snow and compete in the Winter Games, they're white-dominated countries, you know? Mm. They're like countries yeah, that are used to Yeah, because it's almost climate. entirely, like... Yeah, it's almost entirely Northern Hemisphere, really. Exactly, whereas, like, your your countries that are predominantly black or, you know, Africa, that kind of place is where it's hot and you don't get that weather. So I guess they don't address it as a race situation, but everyone is looking down on them. You know, like even the the people on the board don't want them to be there. No one wants them to be there. And it was just, it's it's wacky, but it, it takes on so many kind of tough issues without me even realizing. And to be honest, I haven't even realized that until just now, like how crazy that film is for that. But it's, it's just this mad, mad story, you know, and they get over there and they're competing and it's just a real feel-good family film. And spoiler alert, like, they don't win the gold at the end, but there's this really humble scene where their their sleigh overturns when they're racing and then they just get out of it and they just pick up the sleigh and they, like, carry it, like, on their shoulders yeah. kind of thing. And, like, everyone, yeah. all the other countries start clapping for them. And then, like, everyone claps them through as they walk and finish it, you know, kind of thing. And it's just yeah, this great I rem- story. I remember you put it on your, um, you put it on your fist pump, fist pump moment, moment list. Like, yes, it, I, I think it made number five. Yes, it did. It did. It did. Yeah. I completely even forgot about that. It's so good, man. <laughs> it's so good. We've done so many episodes now. It's like hard to keep, <laughs> hard to remember. But no, yeah, that scene. Uh, I think as well that being the ending scene, like, would get me so hyped that I'd just let it play again, and I'd just watch it again. And like, I used to go to my dad's every yeah. second weekend. Uh, like my mum would have me most of the time, and then I'd go to my dad's on on every second weekend. And without fail, I'm watching Cool Runnings at least once. Probably twice, yeah. maybe three times. And my dad was always down because my dad loved it. You know what I mean? My dad was always down to watch it a couple yeah, of times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, I'd watch it a couple of times of him downstairs. And then I'd put it on to fall asleep to as well. And, you know, and I'd just <laughs> watch. I've seen that film so many times to the point where it's really funny because um, there's a bar fight scene in it. And later on in life i don't know if disney had anything to do with the production but later on in life disney acquired the rights for it because it started to show on the disney channel but oh <coughs> i remember hearing i, I think they, i remember one of you two telling me 
Yeah, but they completely cut the bar scene fight out. <laughs> and I remember sitting, like, because it's really funny because, like, they're all fighting and stuff and Sanka's just dancing and he's just like, oh, like, excuse me, my friends are in a fight and he just runs off and, like, dives into this crowd and it's just <laughs> hilarious. But and I, that was one of my favourite scenes. And then I remember watching it on the Disney Channel, like, oh, it's coming up to it, it's coming up to it. And then it just never happened. And I was like, wait, what? And it's because someone gets bottled in it. So they oh my. just completely scrubbed that scene. And I was like, what? Yeah. This isn't called run-ins, what? And it really pissed me off that like this wasn't in yeah. the in the actual, no, you know what I mean, in the Disney one. I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Because I have that with, um, I, guess, I mean, it, it's not that it's like it, it's a favourite scene of mine in this film. But like in um, Enter the Dragon, when uh, like um, which is Bruce, Bruce Lee's the film he did with Hollywood because like he he did most of his films in China, yeah. and Enter the Dragon was like the first American one. And yeah. there's a scene where like at the start they're talking about the like the bad guy, and like he has women on this island who have like overdosed on drugs and in the actual i guess technically now technically like a director's cut or whatever you're going to call it you see like just syringe holes on an arm but if you but whenever that film's on tv or yeah on anything I just, yeah like when it's on tv they have those edited out still yeah. like still Hmm. Which is it's it's a weird thing to like to to keep out like the same way where it's like someone gets hit over the head with a bottle, you're like it it's not like it's gonna corrupt the innocent mind to No. It's 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 strange. Censorship is just strange in general, man. It really is. It really is. To be fair, I was talking to um to a guy at work about censorship. And stuff because I was talking to him about the episode tonight and call runnings and stuff, and uh, he was saying he's been watching through Friends on TV. Mm. Like, I mean, me, me myself, I'm not a huge Friends fan. I find it quite cringy. Like, I'm not, yeah, not big into it. Uh, How I Met Your Mother every day. I used but, to love like, it. It's <laughs> like when when they cut stuff out for the daytime viewing, he says it just looks so jarring. You know what I mean? Because it will. They'll fully just cut a scene out if they if it's maybe a bit too explicit before the watershed. But rather than scrub it with a different scene or edit it so it's nicer, they will literally just remove that bit so it just jumps. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's really confusing. Yeah, it's been so it's been so long since I I've watched them all. Well, like like that I'd I mean like I'd forgotten that, but. I remember watching that because when it was back on TV, I would watch it. Yeah. Even like, although I had, like, I had the, funnily enough, I had the DVDs, so I'd yeah, seen yeah. every fucking episode. And then, like, I, I'd like, I've, I only just remember now that I even noticed that, like, watching it, I'd be like, oh, wait, they've, like, there's just been a skip. Yeah, they just missed this. So weird. Yeah, no, no, but you see, yeah, if you have, if if the audience hasn't seen Cold Runnings, I would hundred percent recommend that to this day. It's a great family film. If you have got young kids, maybe, and you don't want to show them the bottle scene, it's quite obvious it's coming up. It's the only time they're ever in a bath. Um, 
So, yeah, you can maybe just skip past that. But at the same time, it's not a Tarantino film. It's not bloody. You're gonna see a bottle. <laughs> you're gonna see a bottle exploding and one guy get punched in the face. That's it. Like, yeah, DiCaprio is not gonna come in with a flamethrower. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, enjoy, enjoy, and watch the the first Jamaican bobsleigh team. <coughs> History making. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I I think uh, if if you're are you are, are yeah, you kind yeah, of yeah. D- done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I th- I think because uh, we had we had an idea for a closing discussion off air. Which because we because we both kind of realized we had a like sort of film with a similar story. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, uh, I guess it's just about like when you, you know, as you are when you're younger, you go and stay with at your grandparents' houses, and they don't always, you know, they don't always have the the big DVD collection that we're used to, and they don't always have Spider Man at grandma's, but. They do. They do go the mile and get you some good shit. Because, yeah. yeah. Like I remember. Um, I guess I'll I'll just lead us off with yeah, this go kind ahead, of discussion go thing. But, like when um like my my dad's parents uh, used to live in Greece, so we would go and visit them out there, and for when we would visit, because you know we all love star wars my grandpa my grandpa bought vhs tapes like like it was it was like a vhs collection of uh you know 4 5 and 6 and god like i so many times i remember watching the like it's one of those ones where it's like i literally i can only remember the room that the tv was in cuz i remember <laughs> sitting there and watching star wars like 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 the men, yeah. like it, like you know how you kind of have like a picture of a room in your head yeah, like if yeah. i was to pan all the way around it like on the tv is me like there's star wars there and me sat on the sofa and like that's the only way i can remember what that particular room looked like <laughs> that's crazy uh, yeah and like i still i actually i still to this day at like every house i've lived in i've i've taken those tapes with me like when i went to university like i brought them with me like hey. all three houses I lived in while I was there, like it's it's just like a part, like, just because it's it it is that childhood thing. We're just like this was the, like I oh, like I haven't had a VHS player since I was a kid, but <laughs> you, but you look at them and you're just like I, you can't throw that out. Like, you, 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 yeah, like you can't because it's like it's it's just a thing where it's like okay these these are like these are three VHS tapes. Granted, they're like. Two of them are the two of the greatest movies of all time, but yeah, you know, you're not gonna find out which one is it just just for the listeners. But I'm gonna ask you. They are <laughs> incredible. Yeah, like yeah, it's, and I just can't, I can't, I can't give that up. And eventually, funnily enough, like I'll skip past it just because we spoke, like we conveniently spoke about this film earlier, which reminded me, at my mum's parents' house. It was the Incredibles DVD, really? and so that the it was the incredible yeah. When we went to Scotland, it was the Incredibles, and when we went to Greece, it was Star Wars. <laughs> uh. Oddly enough, oddly enough, um, 
I mean, this isn't part of the the thing at my nan's, but like, whenever my mum has a a friend in Lincoln, um, and before they built the lovely ring road that like gets you there much quicker now, um, it used to always be about two and a half hours the journey would be, and I was very lucky. My mum bought one of them very heavily wired DVD things for your car, which you like strap onto the back of the seats and that. oh, I and it got used to go through the cigarette lighter. Um, it used to get its power yeah, yeah. through there and whatnot, and we'd always watch Goblet of Fire because it was like the perfect length of a film that we'd be there by the end of it. You know what I mean, kind of thing. And yeah. like, so I always like you associate Greece with that. I always associate driving to Lincoln with Goblet of Fire <laughs> all the time. That's a banger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up there, probably like top top three Harry Potter films, I would say. Um. I I have a like I have a similar kind of like we we didn't have the um like the DVD player thing, but whenever we would like drive off to go camping, like as like for a holiday, yeah. one of uh, the two things I would almost always bring was I would bring my V for Vendetta comic and my Infinity Gauntlet comic, and I just read those on the drive, and like because those like would take hours to get through. Yeah. Those are my my journey my journeyman's. <laughs> I used to I used to love reading the car, and then I don't know what happened, but I just suddenly started getting like car sick when I'd read. Like I used to love it as a kid; I could do it easily. But then, like I remember one year, it just really made me ill, kind of thing. So I was yeah. Like, uh, no, quite a lot of people do get that. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Yeah, no. Um, but what 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 is the film from your nan's? The oh, film from so your nan's um, yeah. So my nan, um, I don't know if I've explained on the podcast before. I'm the second, no, the third youngest of about thirty five cousins. Um, oh, so wow. yeah, there is there's a lot of us um, on my mum's side. My family breed like rabbits. Um, I'm I'm the exact opposite way around. Like I've got like, one top cousin? three of like, oh, no, no, but like oh. I'm in the top three of like that same range. I think there's twenty something of us on my mum's. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky, man. Because being the youngest is hard. It's hard, man. You get you get savaged, um, especially when there's only two <laughs> two female cousins. No, three female cousins, and everyone else is just lads. Oh wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> being, the, being the only ginger as well, that was a bit savage. But even still, um, <laughs> one thing we could all have in common was that uh, my nan had like a limited range of VCRs and um, one that we all loved. Mostly, and it sounds awful now because he's, you know, a uh, convicted uh, dodgy man and that. I think it's the I Believe I Can Fly R. Kelly song. We all used to sing it. We all loved it, and it's at the end of Space Jam. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, the movie Space Jam, if you haven't seen it, um, it's like, it's the first time I ever saw them. Oh, actually, no, tell a lie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the first time I ever saw a cartoon meet real world. Um, oh, yeah. But Space Jam was, like, much more fun than Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit was quite dark. Uh, um, it was all about blues clues for me. <laughs> Oh, is that cartoon anime? Uh, real life. I've never seen Blue's. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the. Oh well, like he, the Blue the dog is. He he's a cartoon. Oh, mad. Yeah. Mad. 
And then, oh, um, I never even realised that. I've heard of Blue's Clues, but I've uh, never actually watched it. Um, I loved, I loved that shit. Yeah, man. We just every like the summers. Um, most of my mum had like my mum worked for the hospital, so that was like grueling. That it was Monday to Friday. Um, my mum would drop me off at me and my brothers at my nan's in the morning. And then, like, come pick us up when she'd finished work. And my nan would just take care of us, like, throughout the summer holidays and the school holidays and stuff. And um, I remember on a Tuesday, uh, some of my cousins had come because their mum worked on a Tuesday. So they'd come to my nan's and stuff. And, like, you'd get the random days where there'd be, like, 15 of my cousins at my nan's. And it'd be so sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'd run a ragged, like... <laughs> just trash that you know what I mean but like she knew if she needed us all to calm down she'd just put space jam on and we'd all be in that living room like glued to the screen and yeah I think I'm pretty sure we we may have broke the VCR just from just through wear and tear just from watching it so much but it was so I just got so many like passionate memories of that film to the point where now that I know they've made a second one I just can't. I hate it. I hate the fact that they've made a second one. They don't need to, man. Oh, they right. really don't need to. Yeah, they've got LeBron in it rather than Michael, and I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. man, come on, man. I wanted to see, uh, Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. That's what. That's all I need. I don't need anything. It would have been great if they could have got Michael back. Mm. I mean, obviously, it would have cost like more money than they could, but yeah. it still, it would have been fucking incredible if he came back. Trust me, trust me. But yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, that's Space Jam was always it just has a special place in my heart, along with Cool Runnings and Monsters Inc. Yeah, I think there's not a lot of films. I guess as you get older, maybe that is just a kid's mentality. Um, there's not a lot of films I think I could watch three times a day now, or mm. every day for a week. You know. Yeah, it's true. Like it's 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 like it's yeah. I I guess there's you just kind of as you get older, you kind of it's harder to build those relationships with with movies. Yeah. Because like a lot of, I guess a, like a lot of your kind of uh, like opinions and shit, about, like not just a well, I get well, about films in this case, but it's like, but you kind of build relationships with a film that can really change if like like you can like a, you can you can like well love even like an objectively like terrible film but you're just like i love this for yeah. this reason like i mean like like, like the flack i always catch for hulk yeah. <laughs> like, oh i gotta mention you i gotta love mention. it because it's yeah yeah you know like I, we were talking about it off air because i nearly brought this up because i it, i still have that same dvd from from when I adored it as a kid, well, two thousand and three, like, right? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, I maintain that that one's banging, but like, for example, the Ed Norton one, it's not a good movie, but I fucking love it. And like, it's the same with Iron Man too. Like, just to, just to bring it full circle with like War Machine, I th- like I thought that was the co- like one of the coolest things of all time, just because Rhodey put on the suit. And that made the movie incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been it's been fun reminiscing with you. I think that that probably probably brings yeah. us to the end of our episode. Um, but yeah, no. Um, exciting 
exciting stuff for next time? Do we do we reveal or do we just let it be a surprise? No, I I say uh, I say leave them wanting something. You know, people get things too easy these days. No, no, you're right. You're hundred percent right. Um, but yeah, like, you know, um, it's like a big les at the end of Tuma Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're they right. They can fucking wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you are completely right. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope you all have memories of films the same. Um, Ewan, I know you, you're going to be listening at some point, and I know you used to do the same with the first Harry Potter film. He used to always like go home after... He, he was telling me as a kid, he used to just every day after school, he'd just go home and watch first Harry Potter. So, yeah, don't worry, you're getting another shout-out. Um, but, yeah, no, thank you all for listening. Um mm-hmm. stay home and enjoy all your DVDs it's the best time for it exactly yeah you're never going to get another year where you can just sit and watch through everything we recommend to you (laughs) trust me thank you safe